36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Basketball More Than the Game. We are so, so excited. It is great to be back in the studio. And as we always say, make sure you have your sneakers on. You got them laced up tight. Because tonight, we're going to step outside the gym and we're going to take those sneakers off. Because we have an absolutely dynamic show set up for you tonight. We cannot tell you how grateful that we are that Coach Mark Wells, that is right, Coach Mark Wells from Nelson County has joined us tonight on Basketball More Than the Game. Coach Wells, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Excellent, excellent. So, folks, what we're going to ask you to do, you know what, if you got your cleats on, tighten them up because you have none other than one of the finest coaches that I've had the opportunity to meet uh, recently. Uh, We spent some fellowship time. Uh, His beautiful wife uh, was with us as well uh, and his mother-in-law. And actually, it was on Mother's Day. So what a great, great uh, day. And again, just sitting around fellowship and then had that opportunity to talk to Coach Wells. And and of course, when I heard, and uh, even though he's a Cowboys fan, and and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, doing the podcast, but I knew he he had something special. He had something on his heart uh, that he could uh, make our subscribers, you know, dial it in a a tad bit and just make a better person. So with that, Coach Wells, we're just going to jump right on in uh, to the thick of things. And, folks, let me just give you a little uh, rundown on on who we have on uh, the podcast tonight. Coach Wells is a special education teacher uh, in Nelson County. He's also – uh, has had a four-year stint as head coach, and also, and currently he is the assistant coach. And with that, over 26 years coming up, and 19 years as an assistant coach. So he has a wealth of knowledge uh, on that gridiron. He's currently uh, the defensive coordinator for the past two years. Now his playing career, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But more, more importantly, you you didn't dial into the show tonight uh, to listen to Coach Goins talk about. Uh, a little bit of stats on uh, Coach Wells. What we want to do, we want to hear from Coach Wells. And what we're going to do, Coach, the first session of um, basketball more in the game, we call it the fast break. But for tonight, we're going to call it first down and 10 since uh, we're going to talk a little bit about football tonight. So for the, for the listeners, Coach, if you don't mind, tell us as a star player in high school, how did you, how did you handle the stardom? How did you stay grounded during that process of being a star player and then being recruited? Well, the biggest thing was I, I, I had some good good leadership above me. Um, you know, as, as older players, um, they kind of took me under their wing, but also I had a great head coach, um, Billy Lee. Um, his dad was a, was a legend here for years. His actually was Coach Lee's first year in 1981, and we kind of he kind of took me under his wing because my, my my dad died when I was 11 years old. Wow. And, um, I just found found real real patient with me and it's been nice and he, he knew he knew what I needed to do to get to the next level and I listened to everything he had to tell me and stayed humble you know, you know, for listen, for you young guys out there, listen what Coach just dropped down and said. Again, we're, we're talking football, but I got to drop a little basketball lingo in there. He's right, drop, right. he's dropping dimes because what did he say, folks? He listened. 
He found himself in a situation where he's vulnerable. And again, so sorry for you to lose your father at an early age. But in that, he didn't you know, he didn't stop. He didn't, that didn't hold him back. So he leaned, he listened, uh, and he learned. You know, so basically, what we want to do the three L's: he leaned, he listened, and he learned, uh, and be able to move forward. So with that, when did you find out that you had the ability to really play the game of football? Well, it was one day, and, and, and it, was, it was my sophomore year, and um, I started out just just playing, you know, playing a linebacker, a little linebacker position, and he put me over on offense, and he said, "Man, everything touch your hands, you catch, you know," and um, and that kind of stuck with me a little bit, and and that was something I took pride in, and uh, something that I kept working on and working on, and actually it got me to college, and got me some other places, and it got me, you know, doing what I'm doing now, but um. Just having someone to, to tell you something like that, it made, it made me work harder to maintain that and uh, become successful. You know, and, and let's talk about success. What does success look like, folks? So, you get, again, we got Coach Wales on there. So let's kind of – let's take him back down memory lane a little bit. Let's drop back to his, to his days back when he was at Ferrum College and he had great success. He set, you know, school receiving touchdown record in, in a season. And he and he still holds, uh, again, the school receiving yardage for years. And then after finishing, uh, he went on to try out for the Washington Redskins uh, in 1988, which is a great year, and that's the year I finished college – but again, so who we have on on the call today is a very important person, and what I mean by that, he has played high school football and was a star. He played college football and was a star, and he also tried out for the NFL. So when Coach Wells listened, as it says, E.F. Hutton, folks, you need to dial dial that in. So again, just a tremendous, tremendous job uh, in in reaching the heights that he reached as a player. Now he is giving back as a coach. Now, Coach, you, I want to kind of dig in, uh, if you don't mind, with this next question. Uh, during the season, as a player, what should a football player really focus in on once the season started? Well, during the season, it's, it's, it's maintaining. You know, you're trying to maintain so many things. you got your schoolwork, which is number one. And, you know, you can't do anything without your schoolwork. Yes, sir. But just just maintaining your, your, your ability on the field, it's, it's your, your work ethic on the field. Um, I always tell my kids that, you know, if, 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 you, if you can't put it in, put in the put in time Monday through Thursday, there's no good to us on Friday night. Um, wow. Because everything has to maintain to be the same. Um, we, that's something we're going through here at, at, at Nelson. Now, we've been down for a while, but um, we, we, we're building a new culture around here. And um, and that's something we, 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 we're trying to emphasize, emphasize on the kids is to stay in the moment and maintain and build and keep building and keep building. When, it, when, it, when the big lights come on, it can become easy. <laughs> I like that. If you don't mind, I'm going to have to steal that shamelessly. But, you know, as folks, he says, when, you know, when the big, it's, it's time, you go to practice and then the game should be fun because you yeah. put you put your heart, you put your work in, you put your time in doing practice. Now, all of a sudden, uh, as the, when the Friday night's lights kick on and we'll steal that from the, uh, from the you know, big time movies, but in that coach right. Wells is, is what he's doing. He's laying it down precept after precept of what players need to do. So let's kind of go back a little bit. And again, what was your greatest high school moment on the gridiron? Oh, believe it or not, it, it, it had nothing to do with, uh, uh, kicking, I mean, it had nothing to do with catching and tackling. Okay. I played, I played linebacker, outside linebacker, and played tight end. But also was uh, a high school kicker. And we, um, 
this is my junior year. We played Appomattox, which was, was loaded at the time. They had they had four four Division One players on that team. Wow. Um, you know, um, and back then, you know, we got some good sized kids now. But back then, we had some we had some some men. You know, they they not only was big, but they had some height. But anyway, we we playing this team, and it's, it's a dog fight. Well, I, I come on the field. Coach, coach said, can you kick this ball? I said, yeah, Coach, I can kick it. I can, you know. Well, I kicked a 40-yard field goal. Wow. We go up. We go up. Uh, we did nothing. They come back down, and they kick a field goal. Well, back in the days, these goalposts had these braces on it. Well, they kicked their field goal, and their field goal went through the brace, not over the, the goalpost, but the, the referee, he calls it good. Well, it, it set off a big ruckus in the in, in the crowd, you know. And yes, sir. Our coaches are going off, and the next thing you know, one of our coaches is is throwing out the game, and, and it's a battle. And and we get down to the end, and um, it's three to three ball game. Well, coach asked me again, could I kick it? And I end up kicking another thirty-five yard. You win the game. How about <laughs> you know, that? And that's that's one of my best moments in high school. But it had nothing to do with me catching or or. Uh, or, or tackling anybody, but you know, all the same, it was being part of a team and, and doing what the team asked, needed me to do. Um, and um, I, I consider that's one of my greatest moments. You know, and again, we, we certainly appreciate you sharing that. And, and what I don't, if you don't mind me kind of framing that out, if you would, folks, listen to what Coach Wells said. He was not playing his regular position. He did what the coach asked him to do, and, and as he said earlier, staying in that moment. He had to have his mind right. When his number was called, he went out, he performed, executed, and then almost, you know, thirty something close to forty, I'm trying to not date ourselves here. He was able to he, he was able to remember that like it would like he kicked that those two field goals yesterday. And that's why we entitled a podcast Basketball is more than a game. Even though we're talking football, it's still what sports allows young folks to do. It sets us up for a platform and be able to, to move into uh that next realm of life. So with that being said, you know, somebody says, you know, being a coach, what does that look like and how do you balance this and you know, do you have kids and you know what are so let me tell you a little bit about what uh, Coach Wells has going on there. He, like I said, I had the time to, to spend with his beautiful wife, uh, Miss Jasmine Danielle, who is actually from Trinidad and Tobago, and he has two wonderful children, uh, Miss Ashley and Mr. Mark Ashley, a college volleyball player and who now who's graduated. She was the Division One State Player of the Year in high school, and his son Mark, uh, baseball career at Norfolk State uh, for two years. So Coach Wells has not only done it on the field, not only is doing it in the classroom, taking care of the special as a special education teacher, he's a husband, he's a father, and he's had kids that has played major college sports. So with that, Coach, if you don't mind, share with our uh, fellow coaches that are, that are subscribers, how do you cont- uh, how do you maintain work life balance? Well, you know, you know what they always say: behind a great man is always a, a greater woman. Uh, my wife has, has has been a person that has has jumped in with me and, 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 and done things that I couldn't wasn't able to do at the time. Uh, but also, it, it also had a great a great following here with with other teachers and coaches. I mean, my kids from the time they were you know starting school, they would get off the elementary bus and they would be meet with me. One of them would be with the volleyball coach all day, and one would be down on the football field with me. You know, they always was around me, but everybody took care of everybody's kids, and um, that was special. But you know, just 
building, trying to build that time in. Because when, once I, when I would leave the football field or the classroom, whatever, once I got you know home, it was it was all about them. You know, I had my time, to, you know, to be on the field or be with coaches' meetings. That's part of football. But I always would make sure once I leave a specific job that I was doing, football or classroom, the family was first. And, and that's something that I think everyone should try to try to do. It's hard sometimes, cause, you know, because we would have meetings on Sundays. We'll go to church, come home, and ten minutes later, I'm going out the door, and it, it, you know, won't get back home till seven o'clock. You know, but. Um, like I said, I'm just, this is my 26th year, and, and my 27th year with my wife, so everything must be going okay. <laughs> as we as we titled this year, is again another first another first down. But you know, tr- just and again, right. just just appreciate the transparency there. Uh, and again, coaches, you know, right. he, he's telling you and again, he's not telling you something because oh, you know, well, he's only been coaching five years, two years, no, twenty seven years of of again in the in the house, changing, grabbing that bag back out, breaking that game film right. down, ordering pizza, right. sitting there trying to figure out you know why Johnny or, or Billy missed that tackle, missed that block. Uh, and then come home and put it on the shelf and be able to take care uh, of his beautiful family. And again, not only that, just the look at look at the pinnacles that his uh, own children have been able to play. So again, we certainly certainly appreciate uh, you allowing us just a, a glimpse into the Wells household. So we talked a little bit about his football career, folks, and we talked about uh, the the ability to try out for the Washington Redskins in in 1988. But in that, his career landed him uh, as a, a semi. Pro uh, professional in Manassas, Virginia, and he played for the uh, Virginia Storm for two years. And when he had the ability, listen, to win the Most Valuable Player Award for his final year, coach. So, yeah, kind of frame that out. You know, what was that about? How was it? How was your time with the Virginia Storm? It, it was exciting. You know, um, basically, it was it, it was it was the it was the arena league of the day. Okay. Um, you know, most of most of the guys on my team had at least at least three years of, of college football experience. Um, I actually have played with some guys that actually went on and, and made some NFL teams. Um, it, it was fun. It was uh, it was exciting. You know, it was it was it was took a little used to get took took a while to get used to because we, we would only practice maybe twice a week and play on Saturdays. You know, but um, I had a buddy that, that went to Frown with me, and um, he was a running back there, and um, we kind of butted up a little bit, and we still we still real close friends today. Um, we would drive up there, you know, on a Wednesday and on a Thursday and, and practice, and then again on Friday and still night play the game on Saturday, and um, it all worked out. You know, I, I, I had had the opportunity to just meet a lot of people and learn some more football, and um, but. Uh, I would do it all over again if I had a chance. Hey, you know, and 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 again, once again, that's great. But think about it, folks. You know, when you walk away from a team, and understand, there's no I in that word. Uh, but when you walk away as an MVP. Uh, that is a huge accomplishment, not not only for the individual, which is Coach Wells in this situation, but also a huge win for that team. Because every year at the end of the season, somebody has to walk away with that title. So where are you going with this, Coach Goins? Where I'm going with this is why not you? Why not you work hard? Why not you put that effort? Why not you take that initial step, that you know, extra time in the weight room, those extra laps or extra drills in order to put that best foot forward? So again, you know, coaches, he's spending the time with us, and we certainly appreciate him as he continues uh, to drop that dime. So let's talk a little bit about 
the recruiting process when you know you here you are you're a senior in high school you walk around I'm sure you as you walked you you were leaning to one side with all the you know from your letterman jacket and and all the pins but but with that share with share with the folks you know what what did that feel like how did it feel when you come home and, and you open up that mailbox or your mom says you know hey Mark you got uh, you got some more letters you know share that with us if you don't mind. Well, you know, it it it, 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 it was a, it was a little bit of a high, and a little bit of low with my recruit. You know, I, I had decent grades, not great grades, but I had decent grades. But I, you know, I had I had some some schools looking at me. Um, but I had I had I had that one thing that 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 that, that they all wanted that I didn't have was was height. You know, they wanted me to be probably two or three more inches taller. Yes, sir. Um, and so you know. I, that came and went, and then I ended up going to Swan, Swan Junior College there in North Carolina for, for a year and a half, and it landed. That's what landed me in firm. I actually, when I was at Swan, I played in the um, North and South um, All American Junior College game um, as a tight end. Had a couple offers to, to walk on at, at, at some schools like NC State and Richmond, um, but they all, you know, same old thing. That my height was a deal, but you know, I, I put, you know, I could play just. They all wanted them six three, six four tight ends, you know. Yes, sir. Um, so I, I, I sat there in a while, and um, actually, I, I came close to going to. I was within a day of going to North Alabama wow. school, and, and that didn't work out. And I, and I almost gave up football at the point, and then Farm College decided to go for a year and uh, go back to once again to somebody that I trusted here when I was in high school. He had got in touch with. Um, one of the coaches there, and um, my head coach from the high school, got in touch with one coach from Farm College, and called me up and you know, gave me the opportunity to come up and and be a part of the program, and, and it was one of the best best days of my life. You know, um, I learned so much there, and and and, uh, and, and I think that's one of the schools we had a motto there is, is not self but other. Wow! And I've, I've kept that kept that with my within my heart. All these years, and I'm, I'm glad um, that it happened that way. So the recruiting process went a long way around for me, but it all worked out. You, you know, you know, and that, you know, that, that again, folks. Why, when I had an opportunity to meet Coach Wells over the weekend and just sit and had that conversation and kind of sift through, you know, some of that cowboy stuff that him and my buddy was talking at the end of the table, you know, and, and you know, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. But no, just he just you know, just kind of uh, just wanted to highlight that. But no, when, when Coach is talking there, you know, that's life. You know, life. You know, nobody ever, nobody guarantees you anything. The, the road is not going to be straight. The road is not going to be easy. Uh, so our challenge, and, and as Coach just kept dropping the dimes, or catch, let me put it this way, let me put it in football terms, as he kept moving the chains uh, in life and on the gridiron, he was able to reach. You know, he didn't. He didn't let his size, or he let you know, coaches tell him because of his size, he went home and put his cleats up on the uh, up on the shelf. No, he took that, motivated, he partnered up, he listened, uh, and he he took those uh, everything everybody told him, and I guarantee it was motivation uh, for him to to. Move that, uh, move that needle, and then reach that pinnacle and becoming a college football player, graduate, professional, college coach, uh, excuse me, high school coach, and has a beautiful family, and all because uh, he didn't let somebody steal their dream. So, coach, if you don't mind, it's that time of day where I have to pay a little bills. Uh, so let me just let me stop and give a little uh, honor where honor is due, and we definitely like to thank our sponsor out of North Carolina, Mr. Curtis Jackson, independent life insurance agent. 
and also benefits coordinators. So we definitely like to thank Curtis for his continued support of basketball more than the game. So for your insurance needs, you can reach him at area code 919-614-5796. The best insurance guy that you know in North Carolina is Curtis Jackson. So again, we certainly appreciate your continued support. And you can also follow basketball more than the game on Stitcher as well as iTunes. That is Stitcher and also iTunes. Just go there uh, and type in basketball more in the game and then become subscribers so with that coach we're going to kind of turn attention and when we do our regular podcast we call it in the paint but since we're talking a little about a football the, the whole the, the show is dealing with football we're going to call it first and goal so with that being said I, w- I want to kind of dig in a little bit to you know from what you like to do when you're not coaching and I know sometimes, you know, folks don't, you know, don't think that coaches have other things than when they're not coaching. But tell, you know, tell our listening audience what Coach Wells like to likes to get into when he's not coaching. I'm a, I'm a big, big, big family guy. Um, I try to spend as much time as I can with my wife. Um, anything she wants to do, I'm always in for it. Um, I like to spend a lot of times with good friends. Uh, fellowshipping, just just talking and just having a good old time. I just like being around being around people that good people, people that 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 have the same same things in life, have wants the same thing in life. You know, um, and, you know, I, I, I'm 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 getting back into really loving golf again. <laughs> My wife, she told me the other day, she said, "Don't get to love me too much," but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to get back into loving golf again. But uh, but I. I I, I like to just be around good people and have a good time um, and just being able to talk and and just meet new people and, and learn different things you know away from from where I live and just um, and my wife has gotten me into the, 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 the wineries and uh, starting to like it a little bit so oh, how about that that's, that's what I like to do you know so so basically what, what coach is saying there, there's nothing wrong with being stretched a little bit you know trying something that's right. try, you know trying something a little different uh, and I know uh, I, I hadn't swung a golf club in uh, several several years but it is still a great sport is, and again there's a lot of deals uh, done in America out on the <laughs> golf course and a lot of people have been hired uh, you know uh, on the golf course so again we just again coach Wells is showing you the balance he's, he's able to use the game of golf to recreate himself it's a very surreal uh and to be able to, to be outside uh and being able to to absorb and, and take that time and then that's our challenge to you coaches as you listen to the podcast you know a little bit of balance you know you got to be able to put it down walk away uh and there's and there are all there excuse me there are also things uh that you can do when you're not in i've got the sitting there watching that game footage so we know he's a cowboys fan you know and i gotta pay homage uh and i, I grew up a steelers fan and, and and one thing about being a Steeler fan, you knew the Cowboys, top to bottom. Right. You knew Tony Dorsett. Right. You knew Robert Newhouse. You knew Billy Joe Dupree. You know Ron Springs. Of course, you knew Roger Starback, Drew, uh, Tony Hill, uh, Drew Pearson. So, again, you just, they'd be like, Coach Goins, you a Cowboy fan? Uh, no. But you respect the guys across the ball that <laughs> plays plays the game at the high level. Uh, Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman. I don't want to leave out the new guys, but, of course, I'm dating myself. Back in back in the seventies. So with that, let's talk a little about let's talk a little NFL if you don't mind. What? Oh, excuse me. Let me ask this question: Who is your favorite cowboy of all times? Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach. Roger, well, 
Go Roger ahead, go ahead. Roger, well, you you rolled that off pretty quick. So how, how did how did how did Roger Starback become your favorite cowboy? Well, he, he was one of those guys that that was never you could you you it would make you watch the whole game. Wow. No, no matter what happens in the game, you know, you're down 20, Dallas is down 20, you know they're going to come back because Rodgers going to bring them back. <laughs> uh, I love, I love watching him. He was, he was one of my favorite guys. And, you know, on defense, one of my favorite guys, believe it or not, you know, he, he, he had some problems later on in life, but he's turned his life around now with, with Hollywood and Thomas Anderson. What's that? Yeah, no, I just said Thomas Henderson. Yep, Thomas Hollywood Henderson. You know, he he uh, he was one of those guys that he was he was the voice of the team, but he he made plays and, and um, he was one of my favorites on defense. But Roger Staubach is one of my all-time greatest uh, cowboy of all time. You know, and then when he, as soon as Coach Wells called uh, Hollywood Henderson out, I, I I could see him doing that whole Super Bowl, the last Super. Well, yeah, it was the last Super Bowl. The no, not the last. Excuse me, I misspoke. There's it's the Super Bowl '78, uh, where uh, him and he uh, Thomas Hollywood Henderson and Terry Bradshaw were kind of going uh, back him back and forth. But uh, what a tremendous talent! Uh, and that's right. I mean, you give credit where credit's due. Uh, you know, life kind of took him down uh, through some things, and he was able to get his life. And that's the ultimate thing. He was able to get his life uh, back in order. But what a tremendous, tremendous talent. Number 56. Like I said, I'm a Steeler fan, but you recognize all of these top Cowboys <laughs> guys. So let's kind of let's, let, let's do a little fast forward. What if you okay. took the Cowboys from Mike, the, what I call the trio, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, and Emmett Smith against the Cowboys, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you Roy, uh, Roger Starback. I'm gonna give you Tony Dorsett, and I'm gonna give you Tony Hill. Who wins that? Wow, wow, that's pressure right there. <laughs> the, the thing is, if I could have if I could have Roger along with with uh, with Emmett and uh, Michael, <laughs> it'd be easy. <laughs> but you know, like I said, be it giving me giving me. You know, having Roger, I had to, I, there's a slight edge, slight edge with that with Roger uh, Hill and um, Dorsett. Yeah, you know, but, you know I, go ahead. I'm one sorry. Other thing. Yes, sir. I got, I got, I got one more story to tell you. Go ahead, please. You, I actually, I actually, I actually played against in high school, came nose to nose against one of the greatest Cowboys of all time today, in in in, in this era. And so he's from William Campbell High School. Played at James Madison University, and that was the one and only Charles Haley. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. And so, yeah, could, I, I, correct correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Let's see. So he's got what six Super Bowls? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, so again, you know, they they mean I got to be careful, Coach Wells, because people think I'll be a closet cowboy fan. You know, no, no, you know, he's like, wait a minute, I thought this guy was a Steelers fan. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Like we always say, it's America's team. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I got I got some technical difficulties here. We're gonna to have to you know shorten up. But you know, you, again, that that's you know that, that's what sports do. You know, you if you are a, tr- a person, and I'm not saying it because right. I'm hosting the show and I've got such a dynamic coach on the show today. But if you are a true sports fan, again, we keep it real as we can here on basketball more in the game. You, you got to stop and give respect. You know, I'm not I'm not a right. huge I'm not a huge um, what's the guy that in New England, uh, Tom Brady fan. 
But I got to say, you know what I mean? The guy can thread the needle. He can throw the football. You know, you you go back. One, to me, one of the best tight ends ever was Kellen, Kellen Winslow uh, when he was with Eric Coriel in San Diego. You know, you, right, right. You, you you love those big targets and you know, Billy Joe Dupree. I mean, so, again, the, my Cowboy lineage goes way back because they had to come in to steal. You know, we had to play those guys, and those guys brought it every single day. So, with that being said, what is your favorite Cowboy moment? Wow. My favorite Cowboy moment. It would have to be. Three, when, yeah, back in the 80s, winning those two, three Super Bowls. Those two Super Bowls, two out of three, back-to-back and skipping the year. Well, that that has to be my favorite moment because I had a chance to, to really gloat as a Cowboys fan. Right. Because, you know, the Cowboys fan takes a lot takes a lot of verbiage from a lot of people at times. Um, <laughs> that, that had to be that, that time in the 80s where we, where we were really – Really, America's team at the time um, have to be my favorite moment. You know, and, and and why not? You know, and that's where you know, right. as my pastor says a lot of times. You know, sometimes if you don't toot your horn, you know, sometimes you got to toot your own horn. If you don't toot, it, who who is going to toot it? So nothing yeah, wrong with that. Right. You know, that's you know, you you got bragging rights, and and there's and folks that don't know, uh, Coach Wells, as we've sat there, my my best friend Victor Bullet, and we were all together. And of course, when two Cowboys uh, fans collide, of course, I had to hear about Jerry's house. I had to hear about you that's know right. what I mean. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, man, well, you know, right? You know, everything in Texas is big, and I'm like, well, what another Steeler fan, please. And I almost want to stand, but no, I mean, it just, you know, no harm, no foul there. But yeah, and, and right, that's what right. you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, when you meet great people uh, and you sit down in your fellowship and you find that that person has a passion, because, you know, we, we, we can't go through life as individuals. We, you know, we have to go through life collectively. Uh, we have to go through life partner up, and none of us is as smart as all of us. And then, and, and I always like to say, iron sharpens iron. So, you know, and that's one of the things that as we continue to, uh, to work on this uh, relationship and having a uh, coach. Wells on you know currently and I'm sure we'll try to have him on doing football season once that cranks up and just to kind of get an update but uh, with that coach as I got a couple more questions and you're not going to get off this easy uh, as okay. as it relates so go ahead and tell me about you know and, and I know you were there uh, go ahead and tell us about these uh, two new Cowboys that you know I know you're a little uh, Mr. Prescott uh, as well as uh, your running back so go ahead and tell me what do you, what do you think the future holds I think the thing the thing with Prescott is he has shown the ability to to run a football team, okay, and and shown the ability to do things you need to do to win. I like you know, that. He, he hadn't he hadn't shown he hadn't shown the type yet to when pressure when pressure's on to. Because it is a soul up his tent. You know, he had a chance to do that in Green Bay last year in wow. the playoff game. Okay. But he had a bad first half. But he came back in the second half. I think I think he's one of those guys that should be around a long time. You know, believe it or not, Tony Romo was like that when he first started. You know, being undrafted, coming out of, you know, western east Illinois or somewhere like that. And, right. And we had him for 14 years. But I think Dak is a little bit more durable. Um Right now, he he has a he has a as he has his Robin, um, he's Batman. He has Robin, which is Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. <that's, laughs> I like that. I like you know, that. Zeke, 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 Zeke is a stronger, 
stronger, faster version of a Tony Dorsett and 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 and, and, and the sky's the limit for Zeke, I think. And Zeke, if Zeke can be able to control himself off the field, um, I think Zeke could become one of the, one of the one of the better running backs in the, in the history of the NFL. You know, and and that's and, and, so again. So you see, folks, how Coach Wells is dialed in. He's giving the accolades, but then he's also giving the young man some caution. So again, as as you listen, you know, don't get hung up with what he's just doing on the field. That's a great call out. That's a true fan. That's a true individual, and it, sh- and it shows the integrity that Coach Wells walks in because he appreciates his talent, but then also he understands that just like all of us, we have areas in our life that we have to continue to work on and develop. So you know, just to address. You know, tremendous, tremendous call out in reference to that. So as we start winding this down, Coach, what I want to do, I'm going to hit you with the last question, and I'll come back and give you some closing comments. How or what would be or what allowed you, as it relates to football and the passion, how did you transfer the passion for football in order to, to in, into life and to become the winner that you've been able to become? Well, I always – I, I, I always look back to to your mom. Um, I think she she is one of those people that she always told me. She said, "You always can do something. Don't never let anybody tell you that you can't do something." Wow. And that that whatever whenever I played a sport, you know, and you know, with football mainly, that um, always just drove me to to do the best that I can and do the right things. Because if you do the right things, good things gonna happen, and and that's what something that has always driven me is do the right thing, and good things gonna happen. You know what? What you know, that, that that's and as I say, as I said here, and, and and says that you know what what a tremendous uh you know mothers you know what where will where will any of us be. And, and I'm not saying that from, a, well, your mother birth. No, I'm talking about because the mother's love, the mother able to stop and, and, and pour into her children. And then think about it. And we, as, you know, grown men, uh, I know I, I'm, you know, I've hit the 50, 50 year mark and moving on. And my mom, she's 80. But, you know, coach is exactly right. When your mother stop and give you that advice, you young players, uh, you young coaches, you know, stop and listen to your mother because she's never going to tell you wrong. Uh, so, again, just great, great focus there. So, with that, coach, what we're going to do, I'm going to ask you, if you don't mind, I'll give you the next couple minutes or whatever to, you know, share with the listeners on what's on your heart and what the, what are your closing comments. And coach, you have the mic. Okay, thank you. Well, you know, I, when, when I when I sat down and talked to you on Sunday, um, we had talked, and you said, you know, you wanted me to come on, and I, and I said, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and say what's on my heart, and 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 in football, I, I always say that football is a game of life. You always can learn so many lessons from football. You know, you got first down, which is the first part of your life. Second down, you know, you, you, you're going through, you know, elementary school. You find you finding how to become friendly with people, how to how to, to work. Then you, then you come to to high school, you know, third down and fourth down. You know, you, hopefully things work out. You go to college, but that's 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 what. You know, that third down is is, is the basis for where your life's going to be. Wow. And, and that's something that's that's molded me all my life. It's high school. Um, 
I'm like today, um, my high school coach, we, we're really good friends. You know, like I said, when I was playing golf, we used to play golf together. But, you know, I could call him up anytime. Sure. Talk about, not even football, just talk about anything. But I, I, I would love for the kids today to be able to trust. If someone is trying to help you, trust in that help. Wow. And, and, and don't don't shy away. You know, you know we, don't, we don't make a lot of money coaching high school football. Like people might think we do, but you know, for the time and the effort that we put in, we don't. Exactly. We do this because of the love of the game. But I do, I do it because I love to see, and they, and they don't even have to go on and play college football. But I, that that kid, you know, ten, fifteen years down the road, come back to this high school and 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 see me, and and that kid's got a smile on his face. That kid is, you know, is is is, is doing good things in life. But also, that, when that kid comes back, said, you know, thank you, Coach Wells. I mean, that's that's why I do this because I want I want a kid to be able to experience the same feelings that I have, you know, every day that I wake up and come to work, um, go go on the field and coach or spend time with my family. I want I want that child, well, that that player. To feel the same way I feel, so that was that's what drive me, and and want, and I want every kid that if you have a chance to be whatever kid you coach, try to gain that trust in that person. Do what they see is what they be. Wow, that, you that's, know that's 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 something that I learned from um, this organization that, that I work with. Also, it's a hundred black men from Central Virginia, and um, that's one of their mottos: what they see. Is what they'll be. Wow! So when you're around kids, players, do the right thing, and good things will happen. Wow. You know, and coach, I mean that that folks that that's from the heart. You know, it's not I'm not trying to frame that out. I'm not gonna touch that right. because that is one hundred percent gold. So take that all of that to the, the to the bank, fill out your deposit slip, and I guarantee you it will it will definitely pay dividends uh down the stretch. So as you know, and here's the thing, here's my call out, follow your heart. As I sat there and had that great conversation with Coach Wells, I knew I knew there was something there, and I don't know what it was, but I knew and that, and that's why I moved and I was just being obedient and I'm so grateful coach for number one your time your talent uh not only not only are you getting it done in the classroom on the gridiron but you're also a huge huge role model uh with your family and your wife support and your kids uh so again hats off and tremendous tremendous job we wish you nothing but continued success uh and again we will always welcome you to uh, basketball more in the game so again i can't thank you enough for your time so with that folks as we start wrapping up uh, always remember somebody somewhere is working on your game and i'm your host coach goings and we'll see you in the gym.